it does not have to look perfect. And I have way more grace for myself now than I did like a year ago. Like a year mm -hmm. ago, like, girl, you have to be perfect at everything. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Wholehearted Health Podcast. I'm your host, Elsie Seberg. And on this show, we are going to chat all things nutrition, mindset, and fitness to help you find your balance in your health journey and feel the most confident and free by making sense of one topic at a time. Hello, you guys. I hope you can hear me okay. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, getting sick while I was traveling, but I'm so excited for today's episode because we have a lovely guest on. Ruth, go ahead and introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? So happy that you're here. Hi. Yes, I'm Ruth. Um, I currently live in Pennsylvania. I got married about two years ago and I met, well, virtually met Elsie. We started coaching together in a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm excited, excited to chat. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. I can't believe, I know we were just talking about this, but I can't believe that it's been over a year now, May of 2022, that we started working together. You've come so far. I'm so excited to talk today about like your story and how far you've come because it's really impressive. And I know we always tend to discredit our own journeys and our own progress. So I hopefully it will be encouraging for you too to be like, oh my gosh, that actually all did happen because we get caught up in the here and now. But first of all, let them know a little bit about where you were just so they can kind of get a backstory where were you when you reached out initially for coaching? What was that like physically, mentally, emotionally? What were your main struggles? What was your main objective when you were like, I need help? Yeah. So I don't know. Growing up, I always seen myself as like the most unathletic person you can know. And then <laughs> I met my husband and um, he is super athletic. Like you can literally not comp compete to him because he's mm -hmm he does everything so right. <laughs> um, so he is super in shape and he's working out and I'm like, okay, like I want to be the cool wifey. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, okay, I'll work out with them. And I started looking into my health and all of that. And I realized how really bad I was. And I started working out with him, obviously, but at the same time, it's like, where am I going? Like, I don't know anything about the fitness realm whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Also, I had um, severe gut issues and mm -hmm. it was so, but like, I hated the aftermath of eating because like there'd be moments where I'd eat something and I'd literally, I mean, it could be the healthiest meal mm -hmm. and I'd go and I'd have to lay down because my stomach hurts so bad. Mm -hmm. um, so that was the extreme of that. So I was just like, okay, I need help as far as food, um, workouts, all of that. I literally don't know what I'm doing. So I was like, I have to, like, I, I need to become a better version of me and I, and to do that, I need help. So that yeah. was kind of the reason why I pushed myself to reach out. Absolutely. And I remember the, the major digestive issues because I think it was that first four month period where we were like, okay, this is actually like, you had no more pain, no more bloating, like crazy. Um, and we had taken you through actually like an, a reverse initially because yeah, you weren't eating enough. 
you know, and that's the hard thing too, is a lot of times it's just lack of knowledge. It's just, we don't even know what we're doing as giving us a disservice. So if you're dealing with, you know, whether it be mental health, whether it be period issues, whether it be anxiety, you know, those things can all be caused by really simple fixes, like not eating enough, not eating enough protein. And so it was good that you had started that ball rolling. And I remember you were like, yeah, my husband and I work out together usually, or at least at the same time. Um, But I'm so, so excited because now it's like, can you even, is it hard to relate, hard to remember what she was like? Sometimes, like, actually, sometimes I'm like, wait, I, there's moments I literally forget how, how my eating situation was of like going back. Um, you know, I don't have those issues anymore. So it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes I do get hard on myself of like looking at where I want to be. Yeah. And it's hard for me sometimes to be like, wait, no, stop and look back, look at where you were just a year ago. It's crazy. It's been a whole year, but like, and only a year, but still it's like, you have to look back. Where were you a year ago and how far have you come? And we, I didn't even get into like the whole mental mm-hmm. side of things of like the comparison to last year and this year. And I think I was talking to a friend recently about, you know, she asked me like, what was one thing that you did in the past year that would have helped you with your, like one is the gut issues. And I'm like, I can't even pinpoint just one thing. Like yeah. it was the small things that, you know, the multiple small things that led into the big. Yeah, absolutely. It is hard to pinpoint because we've changed over time slowly, you know, we've added things in and pivoted. So it wasn't just, you know, we changed everything all at once, but over time we've changed quite a bit about your lifestyle, the way you were eating, what you were eating, how much you were eating, you know, all of those things. So But no, the mindset piece, you mentioned that. I think for you, that's probably been an even bigger like 180 than just the physical because, you know, when it comes to being, giving yourself grace and, you know, ultimately building so much consistency, because I think right out of the gate, it was kind of like, you were probably a little bit in shock. You're like, wow, because your body changed so quickly. When we started eating more food, we started eating more protein you know, strategically lifting, like so much changed. But then it was like, okay, how do we sustain this? You know, what was the biggest mental shift that you've noticed if you can think back that far? Um, I feel like one thing, and this is, is this is a struggle daily for me, but mm-hmm. one thing is giving myself grace. Yeah. Um, I've had, and, and also being like, it doesn't have to look perfect. And I've, I do not have this figured out. I am, this is actually one thing I'm still working on of, it does not have to look perfect. And I kind of had, I know I have way more grace for myself now. I guess that would be one thing. I have way mm-hmm. more grace for myself now than I did like a year ago, like a mm-hmm. year ago, like, girl, you have to be perfect at everything. Mm-hmm. I should struggle with that. But like, I feel like, yeah. That would be one thing. Yeah. And that is so important because this is, I know, and I know you and every single week we seems like we talk about, okay, what you do most of the time is what's going to carry you. It shouldn't, honestly, like I'm the kind of coach where if you are hitting your macros so perfectly every single week and you're not allowing yourself to just like be human and you're not having flexibility or you're not going to social events and things like that, like I'm more concerned 
about that end of the extreme. So being okay with it not looking perfect and still putting one foot in front of the other, still just making that next right decision. Or if you have a weekend or a vacation where you feel like you just kind of like let loose, okay, can we just pick right back up where we left off? Like learning to just kind of ebb and flow. You've done a lot better job at that. Um, And it is, it's really hard to give ourselves grace, especially when, you know, we give it to everybody else, but we don't want to give it to ourselves. Yeah. One thing you were mentioning, like eating out and all of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, when you're talking about that, I had to think back of like a year ago compared to now. That is definitely one thing that has improved majorly. Um, so when I started off, I would, you know, there'd be the weekends and mm-hmm. you'd have out with friends and you have events and I would go out. And of course you want to enjoy all of the things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to enjoy the s'mores and all of, you know, the family events and everything. Um, and Monday would come around and I'm feel so guilty of the things that I ate, even if I didn't just the thing of like, well, now I just blew everything out of the, out, out the window. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it'd be like a week by Thursday, I'd be like finally getting back on track. So it was like this over binging thing. And then I, this guilt trap, and yep. then I'd have to work my way back on the schedule. Yes. And now it's just like, do you know what? Today was today. Tomorrow's a new day. Mm-hmm. We get to start fresh and we're not going to carry the guilt of if I did happen to over binge or whatever, overeat to yesterday, I don't have to carry that into today and I yeah. can um, move on. And that is one thing that has um, improved majorly. Yes. Yes. And I'm so happy to hear that. I think we've worked a lot on, you know, just being honest with yourself too, because it almost was like this, you know, developed this relationship with tracking where it was like, you only felt like you could track things you were really proud of. So but just complete honesty with ourselves, understanding it all can fit in moderation. So finding that kind of 80, 20, like, yeah, you can eat, you know, well during the week, but if you want to have some s'mores on the weekend, you don't need to feel bad for that. There's nothing moral about that kind of having a treat, just have the treat, move on, you know? Um, so getting out of that cycle, it kind of was requiring us to be more inclusive and then also just be like super transparent about it. Cause if we're trying to, you know, if we have that guilt come up, there's a reason around that. And it's perpetuating the, whether it be emotional eating or coping with stress through food and things like that. So I'm really proud of you because that is a hard thing. And being able to enjoy that or enjoy routine or enjoy vacation and be okay with, you know, being out of routine a little bit is part of life. It's always going to be there. So definitely something that we've worked on. Um, What about your relationship with like food and exercise and your body like how has that shifted because I know that's it's something everyone struggles with and you're not alone and I'm right there with you so I just am curious before coaching versus now um how has that shifted and have you kind of developed that more passion for like yes I love feeling strong you know I love that that pursuit yeah so before um if this might sound terrible, but I really didn't care about my body, which is terrible. I mean, you know, um, I, yeah, I just, it's terrible to say, but I, I didn't care. Like 
like I do now, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. um food was a what can you say? Um like more of a dopamine hit than yeah. actual nutritional um value to my body and comparing that as well like now I can see myself saying no to that pizza or that um those fries or that donut because I'm like do you know what I not because it's like I can't have that yeah because I struggled with that in the beginning mm-hmm. um I mean I'll have it like if I you know if I'm you know there for it but you know, there's days where it's like, you see that donut, I'm like, you know what, I I don't, I'm not hungry for that. Like, I don't need that. And that that hasn't, you know, always been that way. Yes. Um, So as far as choosing your how I'm gonna feel afterwards over that five seconds of like, this is I love that you said that, because I tell you guys that I feel like a broken record. But it's like, how do you want to feel after this? How do you want to feel after this? Because when we start making choices from that place of how do I want to feel today when you wake up and before you jump on the scale, before you eat, before you do anything else, it's like, how do I want to feel today? And we can reverse engineer that. And that's where like those habits and those decisions start to get a lot easier. And there's very there's less emotion there because it's more of a logical decision. Why would I do anything less than what makes me feel good. And we also learn to get in tune with what makes us feel our best. Not that you can't sometimes have the donut because sometimes what makes me feel good in my soul is having the cookie or having the ice cream with my family. But I love that you brought that up because it starts at the very foundation of like our mindsets. So it's not a, I can't have this. It's a I want to feel really good and energized after I eat. And so I'm going to choose something fueling or nourishing instead. And sometimes it is the pizza. But yeah, that's so, so like, yeah, relationship with food and removing the guilt and removing the fear of certain foods. Like it is just so freeing because we no longer have to be on this like emotional roller coaster where we're then feeling bad and we're compensating and we're feeling like we have to punish ourselves with extra workouts and all of that stuff. It's just, it's a lot more light (laughs) to move through life without it. Yeah. So it's, I had no idea when we, you know, you're talking about mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When I started a year ago, I had, you know, I started with being like, oh, I want to be skinny and I want to look good and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I did not realize how much mentally it's going to transform my life. Mm -hmm. I had no idea mental has been the one that has grown the most, which is crazy. Like, I'm like, really working out? Like, it's going to make a difference in my mental health? But yes, such a difference, such a huge difference. And even just like showing yourself that you can be consistent with something for this long. Because I bet you didn't really think consciously when you initially signed up, like, oh, beyond this first couple of months, I'm going to be working with this gal forever. Like, or not forever, but for, for much longer than that. Um, but it becomes kind of this, like, it, it does. It spills over into so many other areas of our lives. So I'm so proud of you. And we we really have started to just tackle so many other areas hormone health and, you know, the mindset pieces and everything. Like it's just kind of, we start small 
but when 1% better every day, you know, eventually we are going to start hitting all those areas of your life because it's all, it's about true quality of life. I'm not here to just say, here are your macros, here are your workouts. And so I appreciate your trust in me too, because I know it's a lot, but I, I love that the chance that we've had to like get to know each other and yeah, I it, honestly, every time I'm like, she's come so far. Like, I'm just so excited. I love watching you grow and change and all for the good, all for the good. Yes. So and I, I appreciate you because one thing I wanted to mention, you know, um, going back to the whole eating and keeping a balance as far as like having a healthy, um, relationship with food where you can also have the outings with friends and all you mm-hmm. know I see you go through life and you live that so mm-hmm. you like share that and I can see wait like sh- she's she's okay with being that so I can be okay yeah. like you kind of it, you live the life and you lead it out and we're like oh wait I, it's okay to be like that you know it doesn't have to be perfect like it doesn't have to be perfect macros every single day yeah and I know and like and there's you know nothing wrong with the coaches or whoever who have you know are very consistent like that and share that part of their life but that's just no longer a season that I'm interested in and I feel like I have to show you guys that full authenticity of you know there are certain phases for really being honed in and being really more um, dialed. And then there are some seasons where I'm, I'm just here to be a 25 year old and I care about my health and I can do both. And that to me is so much more, I think, helpful to see because it's very hard to allow ourselves to do that. If everything that we're seeing is extremes, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty for being going to happy hour or for going, you know, and having sushi or with your friends or doing whatever. And I feel like I try to, I I try to aim for that balance myself. It took me a really long time to find that gray area and not let it affect my mental health um, in a way where I thought, oh, I'm like, I'm doing something wrong for eating the burger and fries. Like, I think I'm the most just carefree about it. And it's because I know how to eat. I'm not going to give it too much mental energy. And it took a long time to get here, but I'm really glad that it's encouraging to you because sometimes, yeah, I mean, if you had a coach who was very 100% to a T, you would think that's the expectation. And while, like I said, if we were stepping on stage, different story, right? Let's, you know, be super, super disciplined. Um, But right now, discipline can look differently. And I still feel like... I'm becoming my best self and it's, it's a learning process, but I'm glad that that has been apparent. Um, cause it might look messy, but Hey, like as long as, you know, we're it's happy. Life. I feel it's like life isn't perfect. Life gets messy and you can't, yes. you, know, you have to give yourself grace for that. Yes. And I, I, that's why I always tell you guys, I'm like, okay, big picture. I mean, I just got back from a 10 day trip, 11 days trip. I got a couple of workouts in. I didn't track and nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened. So I have to tell you guys, like, zoom out a little bit. You know, I enjoyed my family. I enjoyed my friends. I had two weddings. I had a concert. I had all these things going on. And I really just needed to live life. And so if you don't have gym access on your trip or you don't have, 
you know, the ability to track every single macro to a gram, that's okay. It's going to be okay. And I, it's like I said, it took me a very, very long time to get to that point. I wish I would have reached it sooner, <laughs> but here we are. Um, so how do you kind of feel about if you had to pick one of the biggest things that you've overcome? I know we already talked a little bit about the food freedom um, and the mindset, but if you had to pick another thing where that you've overcome in the last year, what what would it be your biggest takeaway? Besides mental? Anything. I mean, it could be that too, because that was a huge one for us. Yeah. I mean, mental, it's just crazy um, how much I've grown there. Yeah. I feel like we need to talk about boundaries. That was a big thing that we've been working on and crazy how that affects your mental health. Yeah. Um, On the mental health side, possibly the whole giving myself grace. Mm Mm-hmm because I, for some reason, thought that I don't deserve the grace. Like I need, like, I'm not hard enough on myself for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I feel like that's just something I'm still working on, but still I've come so far. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, how can you have worked on something and come so far, but still have so far to go? Yeah. But that would definitely be one of them because I, like we mentioned earlier, I, you know, I know Mm -hmm. we said this earlier, but it's like, I was, I, my mindset was, I have to be perfect 100% of the time. And that was not, that did not work because yeah. Yeah, no. And I think that comes down to establishing more self-worth and knowing your worth. And that for me, I think watching you from my perspective, um, we've talked a lot during check-ins about how like if we're having a bad body image week or something, I'm like, how were we taking care of ourselves? Because when we take care of ourselves, we show up, we have these routines in place. We're taking, we're, you know, whether it be practical self-care of like, I'm drinking enough water. I'm eating three meals a day. I'm, you know, eating whole foods. I'm moving my body. I'm sleeping or, you know, additional self-care. That's another thing we're still working on. But when we do those things, We are literally showing our bodies, our nervous systems, our minds that we are worth taking care of. And that reflects. So I think if you're feeling like, wow, now I know, like I'm worthy of of giving myself grace. I'm worthy of showing myself love. I'm worthy. I'm, you know, that reflects back onto our self-image. So I think the fact that you've spent this much time investing in yourself through your decisions, through your finances, through continuing to show up, even when it wasn't fun, wasn't when it wasn't super pretty, you still showed up. That is a way that you're showing yourself. Like I have so much value and it's easier to do that when we have a good relationship with ourselves. Does that, does that line up? I feel like that's my, my opinion, but I feel like that's how I've seen it evolve is you've just been relentlessly giving yourself, yes, more grace because you realize that you are worth taking care of. Definitely. Um, and I, you know, you're talking about this and I'm looking back to our check-ins mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm reminiscing in my own head over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I remember um, one day, one week when I was checking in and I was like, yeah, my, my body image is like basically nothing. It's like a, a out of like one out of 10, it's like a two. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, well, were you showing up for yourself? Do you feel like that's um, why you're not feeling the best about yourself? And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I didn't show up for myself this week and I was taking it out of myself. Yep. And even if like, I don't show up 100% in every area, like I don't, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I hit my water or I go take a walk or, and it doesn't have to be every area of my life, but if I show up for myself and I decide that I'm going to choose to become 1% better, Mm -hmm. it's like, I, I feel so much better about myself. Yes. Yes. It's, it's not even, I don't even want to say it's placebo, but even though, even if it can't be everything, when our baseline, like that's what we are working on slowly doing is like your baseline a year ago was probably so low that, yeah, you didn't feel supported. You were hardly taking care of yourself. And now we've kind of gotten to that place where even when it's not 100%, your 25%, 50%, whatever your best is that week is a lot freaking better than it used to be. And it's still something. So getting rid of that all or nothing mentality of like, it's not, I either don't care at all, or I'm going 100% to the grindstone. There can be middle ground. And yes, I I was going to say, I'm sure I've said this to you before, because it really does translate over into how we feel. And it's the intention behind it. Okay, I'm going to intentionally take this day and do what I can, even if it's not everything, even if I'm checking three out of the five boxes, okay, that was my best. That was what I could do today. I'm not going to beat myself up. At least I did something. Um, And that really does. It shows up in the way that we feel about ourselves. And it's kind of the reverse engineer thing again. But I'm really like, Seeing those changes, and I, I'm glad we spent so much time talking about the mindset pieces because that's the main struggles is like not being so hard on ourselves that we sabotage and have to restart our journey every two months because we're starting back at zero. So, so proud of you for sticking with it. Um, if you had to tell someone who was on the fence, who was kind of in in the spot you were in, whether they were struggling with digestion, digestion anxiety, hormonal issues, stubborn fat, you know, just not feeling confident, not feeling good in their bodies. And they were considering hiring a coach. What would you tell them? Or if you could talk to your past self, what would you tell her? Well, number one, the investment's definitely be worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, two, probably you don't have to fix everything at one time. Yes. it's. For, I know like if I'm looking at my past self, I know looking at the overall picture it looks so overwhelming I'm like I don't even know where to start number one that's probably why you need a coach (laughs) if you don't know what you're doing um that's yeah Mm -hmm. no one does yeah if you're looking at it like I am overwhelmed I need somewhere to start just start um and start on one thing at a time like multiple things but yeah. Baby steps, baby steps. The small things will make the biggest difference is what I'm trying to say. Yep, exactly. No. And that's great advice because it is overwhelming. It's like, I don't even know where to start. And a lot of people 
get in freeze. They don't know where to, they, they don't know what action to take. They don't know how to get out of where they are. So they just stay stuck. And the best thing you can do in that situation is just put your hand out. Exactly. That's exactly I, what I'm here for. <laughs> I know for me, like I procrastinated for so long because I did freeze. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but I can't, I can't reach out and ask someone like, I don't have my life together. That's why you need a coach. Yes. Exactly. And honestly, I tell people this all the time. I don't expect anyone to figure it out on their own because everyone's situation is entirely unique. There's so much noise out there. There's so much information. There's so much misinformation. The best thing you can do is say, hey, I need help. This is my problems. These are my problems I'm dealing with. What's my game plan? What's my plan of action now? And have somebody lay out one, two, three for you. Yeah, You don't need to tackle it all at once. You'll get there. Don't focus on the whole mountain. I say this to you guys too. I don't say don't focus on the whole mountain. Focus on the next right step. Putting one foot in front of the other. That's all you got to worry about. The rest will come. Pretty soon you'll look up and you're there. But you just have to get that ball rolling. And the easiest way to do that is with somebody who's made all the mistakes and can help expedite progress for you. Absolutely. That's such good. That's such good advice. Is there anything else you want to share with them before, before we wrap it up? I don't want to take too much of your time, but honestly, this has been great. I think the mindset pieces are so valuable, such good gems. Um, but yeah, any other main benefits, wins that you feel like you've gained, that you've learned? I feel like I've learned so much in the past year and to put it in one sentence. <laughs> oh, it's is, so hard. Um, I didn't realize going into it how much I didn't know, Mm -hmm. like how much sleep is, you know, the lack of sleep is affecting me, the lack of water, hydration, not just water, but also hydration of like electrolytes and all of that, which I've been learning in the past. My girl, my girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That has been changing my life. Um, And just the small things, you know, I, you know, when we first started, we talked about sleep, making sure you get enough Mm -hmm. of sleep at night. And I'm like, okay, what's that really going to do now? I cannot, if I, if I don't get eight hours of sleep, I'm like, okay, I need, I need a nap. Yeah. (laughs) I need to function properly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Those are great. And that's honestly, it's the basic things, but you sometimes need somebody to be like, Hey, do this. I'm pretty sure I probably wrote in my first six months of us working together every check-in, Ruth, drink your water. <laughs> because it is, it's so important. But the more you know, and now, yeah, it's like, how do I, How you wouldn't want to function not feeling your best, right? Exactly. So we're raising that baseline, baby. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure. And we will catch up with you guys in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,